welcome to the Hope and Coffee podcast, episode 2B, with me, Rob Linzel. And today we're going to start by looking at Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 5. I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb. Before you were born, I set you apart and appointed you as my prophet to the nations. Back in April and March of 1991, the British singer Chesney Hawkes spent five weeks at number one in the UK singles chart with the song The One and Only. It was the first of eight singles that he released between 1991 and 2005, but it was his only big success, his only number one. However, why am I telling you this? What does it have to do with today's verse or our faith in general? Well, tell you. The song, The One and Only, not only was a catchy tune, the third verse had some very relevant lyrics that went, no one can be myself like I can, for this job I'm the best man. And while this may be true, you are the one and only me. And how is this relevant? We are all unique in the eyes of God. And as the song title, The One and Only, suggests, it is how God made you. You are the one and only. You are unique. And only you can be who you were made to be. But the most amazing thing about you is that God made you for a purpose that only you can fulfil. It may not be some big, grand role as you may understand things, but in God's eyes, there are no small roles. In fact, we take on the biggest role the day we believe and let Christ in, because we were made to love and worship God. So you should never underestimate yourself or doubt yourself, because your Father in heaven has plans for you, perfect plans. Actually, let's take a little look at the chorus of the song, which says, I am the one and only, nobody I'd rather be. I am the one and only, you can't take that away from me. Words to live by and hold on to? Because if God made me, and if I have been made unique, then I am the one and only. And if God wanted me this way, then there is nobody I'd rather be, and I can stop comparing myself to others. However. I know that the enemy wants to tear me down, but I can say to Satan, I am the one and only. You can't take that away from me. Satan has no power over you or me. The Lord has already defeated the enemy. Therefore, the enemy cannot take away our identity in Christ. And if we go back to the third verse of the song, it says no one be myself like I can. For this job, I'm the best man. Only I can fulfil my role in the body of Christ. However, whilst this is true, you are the one and only you, made to fulfil your role in the body of Christ, and only you can fulfil that role. So like I already said, you are unique you have a role to play. So let's take a look together now 
at 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 12 to 31. Just as a body, though one, has many parts, but all its parts form one body, so it is with Christ. For we were all baptized by one Spirit, so as to form one body, whether Jews or Gentiles, slave or free. And we were all given the one Spirit to drink. Even so, the body is not made up of one part, but of many. Now if the foot should say, Because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body. It would not, for that reason, stop being part of the body. And if the ear should say, Because I am not an eye, I do not belong to the body. It would not, for that reason, stop being part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would the sense of hearing be? If the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell be? But in fact, God has placed the parts in the body, every one of them, just as he wanted them to be. If they were all one part, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts, but one body. The eye cannot say to the hand, I don't need you. And the head cannot say to the feet, I don't need you. On the contrary, those parts of the body that seem to be weaker are indispensable. And the parts that we think are less honorable, we treat with special honor. And the parts that are unpresentable are treated with special modesty. While our presentable parts need no special treatment. But God has put the body together, giving greater honor to the parts that lacked it, so that there should be no division in the body, but that its parts should have equal concern for each other. If one part suffers, every part suffers with it. If one part is honored, every part rejoices with it. Now you are the body of Christ, and each one of you is a part of it. And God has placed in the church, first of all, apostles, second prophets, third teachers, then miracles, then gifts of healing, of helping, of guidance, and of different kinds of tongues. Are all apostles? Are all prophets? Are all teachers? Do all work miracles? Do all have gifts of healing? Do all speak in tongues? Do all interpret? Now eagerly desire the greater gifts. And yet, I will show you the most excellent way. As brothers and sisters in Christ, we are all one body. Yet like the parts of the body, we all have our separate roles. Now here in Paul's writings to the Corinthians, he talks about the body of Christ. Firstly, he addresses insecurity. A foot may say, because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body. Or an ear may say, 
because I am not an I, I do not belong to the body. And as Paul says, if they were all one part, where would the body be? Secondly, Paul goes on to address individuality and the importance of unity. In verse 21 it says, The eye cannot say to the hand, I don't need you. And the head cannot say to the feet, I don't need you. And as it then goes on to say in verse 22, On the contrary, those parts of the body that seem weaker are indispensable. So, whilst it may be true that you are unique, it is also true that you are indispensable. Because as Paul goes on to say in verse 27, Now you are the body of Christ, and each one of you is a part of it. Paul then finally goes on to say that God has placed roles in the body, going on to list the roles and then finishing by telling us to desire gifts to fill our role. So let me bring this back full circle as I bring this episode of Hope and Coffee to a close. I am the one and only. God created me for a purpose, to play my part in the body of Christ, a role that nobody else can fill. However, you are the one and only you. God created you to play a part in the body of Christ, a role that I or anyone else cannot fill, because we are all made unique by God. And finally, once we are part of the body, once we accept Christ into our lives, the enemy cannot take away our identity in Christ. So let's not compare ourselves to others. Let's be proud of who we are and say, I am the one and only, nobody I'd rather be. Let us pray. Father God, I just want to thank you that I am unique. And I thank you that my brothers and sisters in Christ are unique. That only we as individuals can fulfill the purpose for which we were made. Because you made us unique, you had a plan. You knew us before we were born, you knitted us together in our mother's womb. And as you put us together, you already knew what you wanted us to do. So Father God, I just pray for myself and for my brothers and sisters in Christ that we would accept our individuality. That we would say, I am proud to be me. I am the one and only. I am unique. God has made me unique and God loves me so much for who I am not for trying to be someone else or like someone else, but for being me, for doing what I was put here to do. So Lord, help us to accept who we are, to find our identity in you and serve you in the way that only we can serve you. In Jesus' name, Amen.